If there are two things that are for certain in my life right now, it is that one, I'm really trying to prioritize the food that I put in my body because I know what I feed myself. I end up feeding baby Poppy. And two, I do not have a lot of time. And even if I have aspirations of having these great balanced meals, sometimes I just do not have enough time to follow through on that, which is why I'm so happy that I have discovered Factor. And Factor makes these delicious, ready-to-eat meals. They're fresh, they're never frozen, they're chef-crafted, dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So they are perfect for me on those really busy mom days when both kids are going crazy, and they're perfect for my husband when he has long shifts at the hospital. He doesn't really get a meal break, so he can just pop one in the microwave, and it's ready in just two minutes. And I love that they are no fuss, no mess meals, and they're good. They're really good. Plus, you can customize your weekly meals with flexibility so you can get as much or as little as you need. We need different amounts on different weeks, and so this is perfect for us. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunches, snacks, beverage. So it really is just perfect for us. So head to factormeals.com slash inminutes50 to use code inminutes50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. That's code inminutes50 at factormeals.com slash inminutes50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this freeform episode of the Mindful in Minutes podcast. I'm Kelly, and today we are going to do a freeform episode. So, no guided meditation, just talking and learning here around some of my personal favorite meditation practices for the summer season. So, I'll be sharing a little bit about summer, what it means energetically and emotionally. And then I'll be sharing some of the meditation practices that I think really lend themselves well to the summer season and the summer solstice. Um, Sunday's meditation is going to be a summer solstice specific meditation. So we're really working with like grounding energy and um, sun energy to welcome in and kind of cultivate that summer kind of lighthearted um, blooming energy. So I think you'll really enjoy that one. That's on Sunday. And then I thought it's been a while since we've done like a live thing together. I know we haven't done a virtual retreat in a while. So this isn't a full virtual retreat. Um, things have just been a little crazy around here with like pregnancy and life and all of that. But um, I do want to do a special summer solstice class. So this is the plan on June 21st, which is the summer solstice at 7 p.m. Central or Chicago time. Um, there's going to be a replay of this. So don't worry if you're like, that's the middle of the night for me or I work. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm going to do a summer solstice restorative and nidra event. So what it's going to be is a 75-minute live practice that's really designed to help you turn inward, kind of cultivate that growth um, that we experience during spring so that you can really bloom in summer. So I'll start with 30 minutes of restorative yoga, then 30 minutes of yoga nidra, and then I'll end with a 15-minute um, sound bath and sound meditation. Um, so it's $15 for that. It is all online. A replay is included, and I'm going to put a link in the show notes. So if you want to do something extra special, blah, blah, extra special on the uh, summer solstice 
I would love to have you because we haven't gotten together in a while. And um, I don't know how it's like June already, but somehow it is. So if you want to join me live, I'm really looking forward to that practice. Um, You can save your spot for that. And uh, yeah, that's it. Let's dive into the meditation practices. So what I really thought would be fun to explore and really useful for our time since the solstice is coming up in a few days is really looking at what practices, what meditation practices can we really utilize during this like high energetic season of summer? So summer, and I know I've done episodes before on some of the other seasons, right? Especially, I'm pretty sure like winter, which energetically is one of my favorite seasons, like the concept of it, of it being the time to like rest and hibernate and, um, you know, pause and reflect. So summer is obviously the opposite of that. And the summer energy is very much the time of like the light. So like energy, lightheartedness, kind of that like fun, playful, carefree energy. It's also the time where after our um, growth of spring and kind of the like cultivating, planting the seeds in spring and summer is like where the energy really just blossoms and flourishes. It's like this abundant time, right? There's lots of, at least in the Midwest, there's lots of things that are starting to grow, like, you know, fruit trees are starting to become in season, things like that. It's like that time of abundance and like just enjoying the hard work that was put into during spring. So energetically, really just welcoming in that abundance and like that enjoyment Uh, for summer. And then as we move into fall later, that's going to be then the time of release. So then we can rest and rejuvenate um, in winter. And then it's time to start the cycle again of rebirth and renewal, new beginnings in spring. Like summer energetically is really just about like enjoying the fruits of your labor. It's the sun's energy. So on the solstice, there's equal day and night, um, equal sun and moon energy. But leading up to that, we've been gaining more and more sun energy. So really that like bright, light, energetic, fun, like, you know, just good like summer vibes. I feel like when you break these things down or like when I make some notes on them, this intuitively all feels really natural, right? Like winter kind of naturally feels like that time for like shutting down, like hibernating, resting, hitting the pause button versus like summer is kind of that like get out and go and enjoy energy. So if we're really living in tune with the seasons, a lot of this probably intuitively feels right to you because you're most likely already doing it. So keeping that in mind or using that as context for these different meditation practices, I really wanted to make a list of the ones that have that same kind of like either playful energy or maybe they're really powerful when you do them outside. And I also wanted to touch on like imagery and things that you can work with in the summer season to really just be in alignment with what's happening energetically and also, you know, physically all around us during this season. So does that sound good? It sounds good to me. <laughs> so ready or not, here I come. Um, but I have, let's see here, I think about five different meditation practices that when I was sitting and reflecting on it, I was like, these really feel 
um, very like summer energy to me. And so these are ones that maybe you're already doing um, or that you want to start incorporating during this time. And of course, you can practice any meditation at any time. But I always like to, at like a season change, it just seems like I get pulled in certain directions where maybe I'm like, really wanting more of, you know, a gratitude meditation or in winter, I may really be wanting more like yoga nidra or restorative yoga, things like that, just kind of being pulled in different directions. And I feel like a seasonal change is such a great opportunity to try something new and different that you may not already be doing. So the first one is a walking meditation. I know you may have done walking meditation before. We have a couple guided practices here on this podcast, but I wanted to talk about all the different variations on a walking meditation that you can do. Because when you first think walking meditation, you're like, okay, cool. Well, I go out and I go for a walk every day. And there's a big difference between walking or going for a walk and a walking meditation. So walking meditation, it is a very slow, intentional walk. So you're not going to get your big step count in or get your heart rate up and kind of get like your daily movement and your meditation both at the same time. That's not the purpose of a walking meditation. A walking meditation is really about cultivating a intentional, slow, physical movement through walking and letting that be your meditation. So if we think back between the difference, and I know I've talked about this before, so quick refresher, between meditation and mindfulness. So you can do anything mindfully. You can go for a walk mindfully. You can um, fold the laundry mindfully. You can do anything mindfully as long as you're just being present with whatever it is you're doing at that time you're doing it mindfully where a meditation is single pointed concentration so you're taking all of your mental power and you're focusing it on one thing so with a walking meditation there's a bunch of different variations that you can do but the through line is always it's going to be slow it's going to be intentional and we're going to be focusing on one thing while we do it as opposed to just like going out and like getting our steps in and just enjoying the walk I would consider that like walking mindfully as opposed to a walking meditation so like I would take Mila for a mindfulness walk um, but I wouldn't really be able to I, I think Mila would be quite agitated actually if I tried to get her to do a walking meditation with me She's like one of those dogs. I'm sure other people have dogs like this. It's like she has two speeds. She's either like stopped and sniffing or she's like happy trotting, like half like running down the street. Um, and that's my girl. So she, I don't think she'd really care that much for a walking meditation. But a mindfulness walk, she loves. So walking meditation. This is something that is fresh on my mind because just like – a couple days ago as I'm recording this, I just got back from the Journey Inward retreat, which is the one that I did with Gina Sear out in British Columbia. It was amazing. Um, so thank you everyone that came and joined me for that. It was just really special. Was, we were glamping. We were outside. We were really connecting with nature. Um, but one exercise or practice that we did was we gathered together for kind of a walking meditation workshop in a way. So since we were in this like beautiful setting and nature was all around us. I was like, this is the perfect time to really dive into walking meditation and kind of igniting this sort of childlike wonder. 
And it was a really, really fun kind of workshop that we did. And you know, we just went out into nature and just, I don't know, played and <laughs> enjoyed and did a walking meditation. And it was just really, really nice. So this was like fresh on my mind because I was just doing it and just leading this kind of group practice. But I think in particular during summer, like we want to be outside anyways. And so it's so nice to be able to get outside to do a walking meditation. So when we were doing this as a group, what we did is there was this kind of nature trail, this like little hike that was, you know, on the resort grounds. And so we kind of broke it up a little bit. And so we'd, we'd be walking slowly and intentionally for a certain part of the nature walk or the trail. And then we would pause and talk about like a new technique. And then we'd give that one a try. And then maybe we'd layer one on top of the other. And we really just kind of tried out all of these different techniques to create like our own personal walking meditation while we were just immersed in nature. And it was just so nice. Like we never, well, I shouldn't say we, you guys are all probably much more (laughs) evolved and in tune than I am. I don't often find myself, and this is the feedback that I got from many of the retreaters, was that it's like, you'll go outside or you'll go for a walk, but you never like just go outside to just be present like with nature and to just like slow down, like super slow and to just take some steps and focus on what the ground feels like under your feet. And then to do that for, you know, we did it for like 90 minutes and you can go for walks, you can go outside, you can enjoy those things kind of, you know, differently, but rarely do we just go outside to fully just slow down and be present with nature and that it feels so uplifting to actually do that. So some of my favorite walking meditation techniques, um, the first is going to be, of course, going outside and even without, I guess, like a walking meditation, just going outside, maybe standing in nature, taking a few slow steps and engaging in some light forest bathing. So forest bathing is a practice, a term forest bathing um, comes from a Japanese practice in which you go outside and you truly just like bathe in like greenery. Um, And like bathing is more like the idea of like standing and letting the energy wash over you. It's, I mean, I guess it could be like a clothing optional practice if you wanted it to, but like you don't need a bathtub, you don't need to be nude or anything like that. It's like truly just going out into nature and like absorbing that beautiful, calming, grounding energy of nature. So like your eyes are being bathed in the greenery, right? Like your ears are being bathed in the sound of nature, Um, Your, you know, your skin and your your sense of touch is being bathed in the just sensations of being outside the the temperature of the air, the breeze, the feeling of the earth under your feet, those things. Right. Your nose is being bathed in like the sense of the forest. All these different senses are like being bathed, this really beautiful um, nature experience. And that's kind of more like where the term like bathing is kind of like this energetic and sensory like bathing as opposed to like taking our clothes off and getting in the tub but I'm also not you know I'm not I'm not gonna stop you from that either if if you want to go do that and you have like a good safe place to do that go for it um but that's one of my favorites is like just going outside to immerse yourself 
in the sensory experience of being outside. And as you do that, just taking some slow, intentional steps, maybe taking a few steps and then enjoying the moment in that particular part of nature. And then you can take a few more steps and then you can enjoy the moment, you know, in a different part of nature that's just a few steps ahead. But that's one of my favorite techniques and favorite things to do that I think just feels so good and nourishing that we often don't take the time to do. Even though we're outside a lot, we aren't like letting ourselves really be bathed in that experience. Uh, Another true kind of like walking meditation variation that you can try outside, especially in summer, and this can be shoes on or shoes off depending on obviously what you're walking on. you know, just use your common sense. I was going to say if it's <laughs> now I do sound like a mom. I'm like, oh, if it's kind of rocky, it might hurt your feet. You know, those are the kind of things that like I tell pork chop when he wants to like run around and be feral. And I'm like, oh, be careful that, you know, that looks kind of rough over there, buddy. Um, so we're just going to use our best judgment, shoes on, shoes off. But if the ground is soft and safe to walk on, you may really enjoy doing this practice barefoot because you're going to focus solely on the sensation of the feet touching the earth. So you're going to do your walking meditation, moving slowly, intentionally, and you're going to fully immerse yourself here in the sensation of your feet touching the ground. So it's like you'll feel the full foot press into the ground, and then with control, you'll feel the full foot lift up from the ground. And you're going to go out for a slow, intentional walk, only focusing on what's happening through the feet with every single step. That's your point of concentration. So sometimes when we do this barefoot, it gives us just a little bit more of a sensory experience because you can feel the earth through your feet. Um, But you definitely can do this with shoes on as well, and and it still counts. Another variation is doing something where you are kind of senses cycling, which is a different technique that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, But basically what you're doing is you're going out for a walking meditation, just focusing on one of your senses at a time. So you could take these slow intentional steps and every time just focus on what you hear. Or maybe you take these slow intentional steps only focusing on what that feels like. So trying to take a walking meditation and then focusing on what that's like for one of your senses can be a really interesting practice and technique that you can utilize um, when you're outside. Another one is really slowing it down even more. So what this would look like is when you're taking these steps, like it is so slow. And of course, it's hard to kind of describe this like with an audio medium, but it's like you take the slowest step, like you are moving in slow motion. So you start and you pick up one foot and then you're placing it back down on the ground. But it's like you start with like the heel and then in slow motion, you like set the foot down and then in slow motion, you slowly pick the foot back up. It's a little bit of a challenge on the balance. Um, But this is one that's really kind of nice, especially if you're practicing barefoot, to like slow it down even more and try to move like in slow motion and see what that's like. What does it feel like for the muscles of your body? What does that feel like through your feet? Um, Just really, really slowing it down. Another variation, this is one that we did um, during our group practice on the retreat, is doing a walking meditation 
but letting your focus be on your gratitude for your healthy body. So as you're walking, you can, like we did this going up a hill that was on the nature hike. And as we were going up, um, I encouraged everyone to really just focus on like, instead of, oh, my legs are burning, thinking about like, wow, my legs are so, so strong and healthy, like they're working really hard and sending gratitude to them. And so letting every step you take be a celebration of your healthy and whole body. Um, that's what I find that to be a really nice variation, especially if you're working with honoring and loving and reconnecting with your physical body. And then the last little, no, two more variations here. Um, one is going to be focusing on your breath. So this is going to be syncing your breath up with your steps. So maybe inhale, you pick a foot up, exhale, you set a foot down. Inhale, pick a foot up, exhale, set the foot down. So syncing your steps and your breath together. It feels a little bit tricky at first, but you really can hit this like rhythm that does become very meditative. And then the final kind of variation or technique that you can do within walking meditation is going outside and imagining that the nature that surrounds you as you take this slow walk is absorbing and clearing your energy. So it's back to kind of this idea of like bathing in a way, but imagining, and I know we've talked about like auras and energetic fields, but you know when you feel like heavy and you feel like something's weighing you down, you're in a little bit of a funk. Um, just letting nature, like this little magnet, just like draw that out of you and give you kind of this like energy cleanse as you walk. So if you're one who really likes to work with energy or visualization, um, that's a really great variation and technique that you can play around with. Now that it is starting to warm up outside, I feel like these warmer, sunnier days, they're just like calling to me. I want to be outside. I want to be busy. I want to be doing things. And I am so glad that when I'm feeling that energy and I want to go and do that I have factor right there in my fridge so that I don't have to worry about tons of prep for food, big messy meals. I don't have to think about like, oh, what am I going to feed myself this week. It's all done for me with Factor. And thanks to Factor's fresh, never frozen meals that are dietitian approved, they're just ready to eat in two minutes. So no matter how busy I get, no matter what the kids have going on, no matter what is on the calendar this spring and summer, I have nutritious, great tasty meals ready to go. And with over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. I've been loving those add-ons personally. Like you have everything from breakfast to dessert and you can stay fueled with these easy nutritious options you all know my husband likes to take them into the hospital i like them for those busy days where i'm on the go with the kids and i can treat myself to these restaurant quality meals in just two minutes and we're talking really great ingredients here like blackened salmon yes please and all of that without shopping prepping cooking or cleaning up so head to factormeals.com in minutes 50 and use code in minutes 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month. That's code inminutes50 at factormeals.com slash inminutes50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. If I could go back and do one thing differently when I was starting this podcast, I would have set up my online store right away because as this podcast began to grow and I had dreams of different products, the things that really held me back from starting that was like 
not knowing how to set up an online store, which is why I'm really excited to tell you about Shopify because Shopify makes this so easy and you do not have to be stuck in the how the heck do I have an online store stage like I was for years. And Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, whether you're just starting or maybe you're about to make your one millionth sale. And you can sell anything. It could be meditation it could be artisanal candles. Maybe you make dog bandanas. Whatever it is, Shopify has got you covered. Plus, it helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which is amazing. Had Shopify existed when I started this podcast, it would have made my life so much easier. I wouldn't have been stuck and like frozen and not knowing how to start up an online store, which took me years to do because I just... I didn't know about Shopify yet. But thankfully, you can learn from my mistake and sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mindful, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash mindful now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash mindful. Okay, we are back. Let's talk about those other meditation techniques. So lots of different fun variations on a walking meditation, which I think it's fun to just try them out, kind of dabble a little bit. But there's a few other meditation styles and techniques that I think are particularly powerful during this season. So the next is going to be present moment meditation, which You've heard me talk about before, but basically present moment meditation is where you just focus on the moment as it is. So being an objective observer of what's happening in that very moment. So some ways that you can do this is um, doing something called senses cycling which is where you sit and you cycle through your different senses. So this can be really nice to go outside to do. Um, so you can start with, and you kind of move fast, like, what do I hear? And then you just make note of what do you hear? What do I see? What do I smell? What do I taste? What do I feel? And you just keep cycling through, taking even just a few breath cycles per, per sense, sense for each of your senses. And you're just cycling through, like, see, hear, touch, smell, taste, and then again. And when you do the sense of sight, there's two options. You can either have a soft gaze like looking out in front of you, noticing what you visually see with your eyes, or if you close the eyes down, you can gaze inward and notice what you see within yourself. Either works. But this practice of senses cycling can be a really great and powerful practice during the summer season because it really brings you into the moment and the here and the now and kind of enjoying that, that feeling of like life and vitality all around you. You also can, instead of doing senses cycling, you can try going outside, maybe closing your eyes and practicing present moment meditation where you just let your senses play. So imagining that each sound you hear, it's the first sound you've ever heard, the first time you've ever heard that sound. Or when you feel a breeze across your skin, like it is the most luxurious breeze you've ever felt. And just really letting your senses be inquisitive and playful as you take in the present moment during your meditation. And then another kind of variation or technique within present moment meditation is just going outside or even sitting by a window and trying your best to just be present. 
So you can make note of maybe thoughts that pop in your mind or sensations that you experience. But this is truly like the closest thing that we have to like just sitting and being. Like just let yourself exist in the moment and just be present and just make note of what happens within you and around you. Um, But like a very pure kind of present moment meditation like that can be sort of fun during summer. And since summer is a time of just like enjoyment, it's like just enjoying the present moment. Another meditation technique I don't know if I'd call this a technique, but something you can do during summer in your meditation is playing with different kind of like summer visualization or imagery. So we'll be doing this on Sunday's practice for the summer solstice. But what that might look like is working with this imagery of like the sun and growth and greenery and playfulness. And so maybe you're meditating and summer has feels like a certain color for you. You could visualize like that color surrounding you. Maybe you want to work with like sun imagery where you're letting your internal sun shine brightly. Um, Working like with greenery or like nature imagery is really great to do here. So if you're a visual imagery kind of a person, this can be a great time to incorporate like the earth and the sun and life and vitality into your meditation imagery and visualizations. Another practice that's great during this time is manifestation meditation, specifically like abundance manifestation meditation. Summer is a time of like abundance. It's like that peak vibrational energy. It is kind of the the time of like fertility and life and blooming and blossoming and just like abundance. And so if that's something that you're welcoming into your life or something that you're working with or manifesting, summer can be such a wonderful time to really harness the energy of the season to like amplify your own personal manifestations and your own like abundance within yourself. And remember that abundance is It can be anything, right? Abundance is just a lot of. So that could be an abundance of love in your life. It certainly could be like financial abundance. It could be an abundance of patience, like anything. But just letting this abundant energy in life that's all around you really fuel any kind of abundance or manifestation meditation that you're working on during the summer. And then the final, the fifth and final Um, meditation practice that you can do is just engaging in childlike wonder and play. So we did this when we did our workshop at the retreat. But summer is such a fun, light, playful time that it can be a wonderful time to reconnect like with your inner child and to just go outside or to just be present and like just have fun. So this is like a like a semi meditation technique. It kind of goes a little bit more in like the mindfulness category, but I think it's a really powerful practice to do during this season. So what that might look like is maybe going outside and like just being curious. Like do you remember when you were little and you would like go outside and it would just be like so funny You'd be like, "Oh my gosh, look at this caterpillar and wow, look at this beautiful flower and oh my gosh, like the trees are growing this way and like And you could just be like imaginative and playful and like go outside and just like play for hours. 
Like, try to reconnect with that during this time. Go outside, be present with nature, like, really harness that childlike wonder and playful energy. And sometimes you can use that to connect or even speak with your inner child if that's something you enjoyed, like, as a kid. It can be a very, like, healing practice um, and a really great environment to connect with your inner child if that's something that you work with. But really just engaging in childlike wonder and play. Like, summer is, like, the time of, like, childlike wonder and play. And so harnessing that energy and working with that, like, experience and sensation as an adult can be really special and really powerful and I think summer is one of the absolute like perfect times to do that so I really recommend that as well just go out be playful be light connect with your inner child and it can be really special and powerful so those are my five favorite meditation techniques with a lot of variations within that Uh, for summer I encourage you to maybe pick one that sounds like a good time, give it a try, see what happens, connect with that like energy of light and abundance and play and enjoyment and just really like bask in that energy because it's great and you deserve it. Um, If you want to join me for that summer solstice kind of special ritual and practice on the 21st, you can. Again, I'll put the link in the show notes. You can head over and save your spot for that. Otherwise, I hope this gave you some food for thought and happy summer. I hope that you're doing well and just know that I appreciate you so much. So thanks for being here and I hope that you enjoyed this episode.